the Now That We're a Family podcast. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the great fall reset. And that's just in our own personal lives. That's an awesome term for it. I didn't know we were calling it that until just now. It just came to me because Elisha and I have been sick for Mm. the last nine days. We're still currently very sick, if you cannot tell by how I sound or if you're watching the audio video version, how I look. Uh, But Hey, you look great, (laughs) but you've looked great this entire time. I have not, Elisha. I think you've looked great. Maybe not like your best, (laughs) but you've looked great. Thank you. Yeah, I put on like the last pair of clean pajamas I have. And Elisha's like, you look like a Swiss ski model. So I look like a sick Swiss ski model. (laughs) I feel bad for Swiss ski models at this point. (laughs) Anyways, okay, what we're to talk about kind of the nice thing about getting sick is that you have all this time to lay in bed and watch YouTube and watch videos and get sick of it. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I hate this so much. What am I going to do with my life once I get better? Mm. And I feel like Elisha and I went through that. And we came to some conclusions that we're excited to share with you guys. And we're still excited to get better too. Yeah. And we are, Katie said, we're still sick, but we are so much better than we were like a few days ago. We are getting better rapidly each day. The worst of it maybe lasted like three to five days, would you say? Yeah. Five, five, six, I don't know. It's pretty bad for a long time. (laughs) I just feel like the last two days, I kind of got my strength back. Hmm. Are you still having like hot, cold chills? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so and you're seven days into this. Well, I, I guess I can like sit like I'm I don't I'm not sitting here feeling sick right now, and I think there was like three or four days of no matter what, if, like if you're laying in bed, if you're sitting down, you just wanted to be die. You just wanted to die because you, you felt so bad. You just wanted to be die. Yeah, you just wanted to be die. <laughs> uh, and now, if I like you know exert too much energy, then I feel sick. But I can like sit down, sit down, or I can sleep well now, which is great. Yeah, yeah, sleeping actually is enjoyable now. Yes. Instead of like, okay, gear up for the second shift of sweating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyways, we haven't gotten tested or anything. We don't know officially what we have. We have just been here at home and not seen anybody. And we kind of already felt that we needed to be home and not seen anybody. So yeah. this <laughs> made it a lot easier because clearly Elisha and I, not clearly, maybe this isn't obvious to everyone else, Elisha and I, realized we have a problem saying yes to too many social commitments. Yes. So we, we were like, how are we going to get home and say no to this stuff? And then we got sick. So yeah. it's like, wow, we can just tell people that we're sick for the next year. Yeah. So That's it's a great, great solution. <laughs> and we might be sick indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is funny that it, it took that because who knows? I, I don't even know what we had on our calendar for this upcoming well, actually, I do know. We, we had, had to cancel some big stuff. We had a lot. You're right. We canceled some big things um, this week that a lot of things that we were pumped about that we were looking forward to. And that's part of the problem with so many of the commitments that we evaluated in retrospect is we all of them were so good. They were so such such great, you know, I guess, commitments or maybe even obligations or activities that we attended. Um, but there was just too many of them. Yeah. And uh, I think we're really excited to start 
saying no to good so we can say yes to great and the best. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, okay, so what do you, where do you want to start? Well, yeah, so uh, this is, I think, day nine since we got sick. And Katie mentioned earlier that being sick definitely leaves you ample amount of time to consume an excessive amount of media, whether that be movies or just YouTube videos or social media um, or just random random blog posts or whatever, <laughs> random research that Katie and I both went on rabbit holes with. Um, and I think it was four days ago that you, maybe five days ago now, you and I were both like, wow, I like, not only do I, am I still sick? Like I am brain dead sick from all this media I've consumed. And we both started talking about how nice it would be or could be if when we get healthy again, to you know, take a media break and to have a media fast, and something that Katie and I have both really, I think, grown to um, see eye to eye on is that when we are feeling something emotionally and we're convicted of it in the moment that that we're really excited about and that we believe is the right thing to do, that we need to capitalize on that emotion mm-hmm. if it's a hard decision. Meaning, so like, I don't want, we're not saying like, if you're feeling emotionally, like you need to, you know, move out of the country, don't take action on that in the emotion. That's something that you want to think about and consider. But with something like, oh, we need to take a media fast. That's a good, I feel like that's a good thing. Like you can just both agree like, yes, the emotion in us, everything in us is telling us we need to take a break. But we also are wise enough to know that, you know, who knows, you know, five minutes later, all you're going to want to do is watch a movie or just go to the internet. And yeah, so, I think we've capitalized a lot off of inspiration and yes. taking action when we feel that inspiration right away. That's right. Instead exactly. of waiting till Monday, waiting till the next day. You know, I think often fresh starts are sometimes kind of like, okay, the first of the week, the first of the year, the first of the month. And I think we used to wait for those kinds of natural beginnings. And now it's like, okay, it's Friday <clears> afternoon. <throat> Yeah, we're doing this right now. Yeah, and so what we did f- four days ago was we just we uh, canceled the internet. <laughs> yeah, because we couldn't think of any other way to regulate it in our home. We were talking about getting like a timer on it. We started researching that, and that was getting confusing. And while we were researching it, we got distracted with another YouTube video, and one thing oh, led to another. <laughs> um, no, we thought about getting like a timer on the outlet itself. And Which we might, we'll see. We, who knows? Maybe when we get back, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We really like not having internet four days in, uh, yeah. and the reason we are excited about this is because, sure enough, after we canceled the internet, it that day we were stoked about it and we were like riding the high. But it's crazy how many times the next day, the knee jerk or the re- reaction was to put a show on for the kids, or it was to just go, you know, watch something yourself. Or in the evening time, once the kids were going gone to bed, you wanted to. I wanted to check stuff. You're like, I'm gonna go check stuff. Like, you, we both say that, and it's like, what are we even checking? You know, I'm oh, checking. I know, or checking. Yeah, I'm we checking have, scores. We have long You're checking list of things to check. Yeah, I'm gonna go check stuff, and you check. Yeah, exactly. Social media we check, accounts. You know, we like, check. We check and see if anyone's left any more ratings or reviews. And you guys have been amazing. I just yes. want to thank you so much for almost 800. Wow. And our goal is still 1,000 by the end of the year. Whoa. So. <laughs> that was 
you just went right into that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm excited. And because people have left reviews because we mentioned something. Yes. Thank so you I all so much. I want to thank you guys. That means so all much All it takes to is scrolling down to the bottom of iTunes and hitting the five-star button. And if you think we're like only as good as four stars or three stars or something, then you could still hit the five star. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Well, I'm just saying they can if they want. Yes. Like you don't have to be perfectly honest. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. I don't feel worthy of five stars right now, okay? <laughs> uh, Anyways, so we check analytics and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying is that we were glad we took action in the moment of feeling the inspiration because sure enough, less than, you know, 24 hours later, probably less than 12 hours later, every, everything emotionally in us was pushing us back to wanting to get online or wanting to, you know, go watch a movie or, or do those things that we had made a commitment not to do for good reasons. We weren't basing this off of anything that was really arbitrary, even though I was saying we felt emotion and we felt inspiration. They were based off of, I think, really uh, grounded and, and good things. And that's, we were, our faith was taking a hit for it because we were literally just like drinking through, you know, like from a fire hydrant, just information from the world. And we were not at all, filling ourselves with God's truth and his word. And we're like, this ratio is way out of balance here. We've got to get some actual biblical nutrition in our diet. And an easy way to do that was to stop the junk food diet, you know, from the world. Yeah. What's funny is I haven't actually craved being online at all since we turned it off. I think, but there have been moments where I'd be like, oh, I need to check this or hmm. I need to message this person or I need to do this. I can't. And you just start to realize, oh, okay, you didn't need to after all, you know? So I think hmm. I've, I had those thoughts like, oh, I need to do this. Um, but I've had no craving for it. That's how burnt out I was. <laughs> and I think I just really appreciate that. Like I haven't wanted to turn anything on for the kids because we've been reading together yeah. for a lot. For That's hours. been so fun. And it's so fun. We've been playing card games with the kids. They could play like little, like Uno. I've been playing Uno with them. Mm -hmm. That's been fun. Um, we've painted. They wrestled. They're so happy and content. Like I yes. thought in the evenings, like, I don't know. I just don't miss it. Yes. Or in the mornings. But it's so easy to just turn it on when it's there. And so I'm, I'm grateful I don't have to fight the urge to turn it on. You know, it's exhausting yeah. to fight yourself all day long Yes, on some of this stuff. And I think I was getting frustrated because it's like with a, you know, they say like, okay, if you're having struggles, like losing weight or something, like get rid of all the stuff that's not going to help you in your health goals in your house. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's so hard when your whole house is bathed in internet and that's mm -hmm. your struggle, like your willpower struggle, because you're fighting that all day long. Hmm. And so it's just been so nice to have it gone. And Elisha got the book War and Peace. And it's huge. It is the fattest book. <laughs> and I've been reading that so much. Yeah, probably Katie's too much. like almost done with it. it. Like I, so I am a slow reader. So I got this book thinking I would spend the next like two years just kind of like slowly, you know, wading my way through it. And Katie's like past, are you half past halfway? I'm halfway, but I started yeah. it yesterday. You started it yesterday. You're halfway. I started it like a week ago. 
and I'm I did I think or started, uh, yeah like five days ago, and I'm like yeah twenty chapters in maybe right now. I had a love hate relationship with that book because I kept opening it up and I was like, I have a really bad obsessive compulsive personality with fiction. Like I used to be the girl that just sat in the attic and read until my parents were like, come out here and do something with your life. And so I was just hot. Like I just flip it open a couple pages and close it and read another page and then close it. And I was like, Elisha, like if I commit to this storyline, it's going to eat me up as soon as I get into the book. (laughs) But I did. So now here we are and I just have to finish it. Well, and I'm grateful because actually just today in the mail, I got, the Jack London book I ordered. And so now oh, yeah. I get to enjoy that and we don't have to go back and forth on the Tolstoy. So, yeah. Yeah, Elisha's like, sweet in letting me uh, commandeer that book. Yeah, I because I knew if you liked it that I wasn't going to see it for a, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, but man, it's been nice yeah. reading. It's been nice. It's so much more, I think, uh, like invigorating. And then what's great too is how quickly you, how, how much quicker you are Okay, let me th- let me try this. Can I try Words again? Are hard. Okay, how much more ready you are to go to bed when, like, after the kids go to bed? Katie and I've been making herself some tea. Then we sit down and we read, and it's like forty-five minutes of reading. And for me, anyways, or for both of us, we're like, wow, like what? We got to call it a day. Like that is exhausting, and it's you know barely eight o'clock, and so we're very ready to go to bed at like nine. Whereas when you're consuming media. It's like you can do that. You just you're bleeding up the eyeballs. Just everything in you is telling you to go to sleep, and you're like, "No, I'm good. I'm just gonna keep watching well, it's this." Such and, little bites. There's, yeah. you know, there's so many different things. Like if you're bored, you could have like a 40 minute YouTube video open, and then be watching like 15 second reels, and then be it's checking nuts. scores somewhere, like yes. all at the same time. Yes. And then it's like I get so tired. I'm like. I can't stop because I'm so tired and I don't have the energy yes. to get up and go to bed. I'll do that for like hours where I'm too tired to go to bed you guys, and I just keep, that is not. Elisha, we sound like such addicts. Well, I think we are. This is, see, you said you haven't been missing it. Um, have you really been missing it? Well, I haven't been missing it from like, a, oh, back, back in the good old days when I used to be able to, you know, consume media on my computer. But I, I think I, uh, I'm realizing how often I go to it. It's like this nervous like habit. It's like this this itch, yeah, you know, that that, that pops up regularly. And um, I think if anything, you know, something that Katie and I have both felt over this sickness time is just like discouragement. You know, yeah, I was like, gonna say I like, haven't. I felt depressed. Yeah, so like, maybe that's well. And I think that I didn't realize how often I was feeling discouraged and and overwhelmed with life and I was just going to it mm-hmm. for a quick like distraction you know mm-hmm. to go watch okay you know who won the you know the major league baseball playoff game last night let's watch the highlights let's watch some breakdowns on it and it just totally takes my mind out of reality and so I think I've been feeling that more than anything right I want this escape um regularly throughout the day mm-hmm. and um and that's not common to normal life I don't think you know who knows we'll see but it in this sixth season, it's definitely been something that I've gone to. Well, it's hard because we don't have a lot of energy to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then um, it has been raining like the last four days too and just been oh. really gray and cloudy. 
and we both kind of struggle with that kind yes. of weather. So I think it's been a lot of different things piling up. Yes. But ultimately, we've been really grateful for that break from the media. Yeah, because it, it's not like, oh, so we've just been wallowing in our like discouragement and depression. I no. think what we've done is we've both really encouraged each other to get into the Word. And over the last three days, I'd say you and I have read more of the Word than we had like in the weeks leading up to it combined. Well, it was, yeah, it was really sad because when I got home, no, yeah, when I got home from the wedding, I was thinking, wow, I have not read God's word in, I cannot remember the last time. Just because of the way I was getting up, kind of behind the eight ball, the kids were up, and then I just always had another excuse like there was always something easier to do than to open up the bible Mm -hmm. and i didn't have any kind of like track record there you know where i i knew where i'd pick up and i just didn't have a desire and so i'd been really praying to the lord for a fresh desire for his word and then we were talking about moving because moving's answer to all your problems when (laughs) you don't know what else is the answer to them (laughs) so Elisha and I were just kind of like talking about moving. And we talk about moving a lot, but we never do it. Or well, we've I done it a never. few times. We've done it a yeah. few times. But we know enough to know that's not actually the solution. Often it's other things. Um, so anyways, you were talking about this and Elisha goes, okay, we can talk about moving once we've been in God's word three days in a row. And so we both just sat down right then and read our Bibles for a while and mm-hmm. It's incredible just how much I just felt like, wow, I have been living life completely secular. Hmm. You know, like I have this faith in Christ, but the things that consume my time and my energy and my, I'm using, relying on my own wisdom Hmm. and Elisha's wisdom to be like, okay, what makes the most logical sense here? You know, what's Hmm. this? And the word of God is living. Mm-hmm. And just as I was sitting there reading it, I just felt just cleansed mm. from so much of that thinking. And I was telling Elisha, you know, when we look at, you know, we say, okay, why do bad things happen to good people? Or we see someone who maybe they were born with a disability and it just haunts them their whole life, or someone dies prematurely, or all these you know, maybe all these negative things that we can picture, right? Someone in a country where they're just abused or, or mistreated. And you think, okay, how did God let that happen? That's just not fair. But the thing is, is we don't see the whole picture because we can't see heaven. And as I was just reading through the Psalms, they were just saying how righteous and how perfectly just God is. That's where we get our desire for justice as humans is God. Like that's mm-hmm. an attribute of him, but he's the only one that can see the whole picture. He's mm-hmm. the, we're trying to base our logic on what God should or shouldn't allow in our life or in someone else's life off of what we could see here on this earth mm-hmm. when that is not the whole picture mm-hmm. and God is perfectly just. Anyways, that was just something that was standing out as I was reading his word. And I was just feeling like, wow, I have been living my life like a secular person taking only what I could see and basing what I believe off of that to be a good decision or true or worth pursuing. And reading God's word just reminded me, wow, this is so much bigger than what I can see. And I can have faith 
Like that's the beauty of faith. And anyway, so I was just really, really encouraged and challenged. Well, when you made that statement, you had that epiphany after you had been reading the Bible for only like 20 minutes, you stopped and you're like, I honestly have been living like a secular person. And, uh, that was a really sobering thought because I had realized I, in you saying that I realized I, I could, it was the same for me. Uh, cause like you said, it, it's not that you ever didn't have this faith in the finished work of Christ. You're mm-hmm. saying that's my eternal hope. But then when it came down to actually practically living, it's like you entirely turned, you just ignored the fact that God is alive and with us today, his spirit dwells within us and that his living word is here in in the scriptures it's in the bible and so it's like we just you know punted our eternity and our spirituality for like what christ did and that's taken care of now let's just go live like every other human being this isn't not in the like drunken and you know sinful way riotous way but like in just a human way in a very secular our own finite understanding let's lean on our own understanding here Let's, with our own reasoning, figure out what's best for our lives. Like, what do you want for your life? What do I want for my life? How do we best go about accomplishing those goals? That's how we were living day in and day out. And that's the way we were talking to one another. And we both just got, uh, just kind of like smacked in the face with this reality of that, like, no, we live and move and have our being in him. That's the only way we can function here on this earth as his children is to walk according to his spirit and walking not by by faith but not not by sight in all of our ways acknowledging him so that he will direct our paths you know not leaning on our own understanding but with prayer and supplication making our requests be made known unto him and uh, and in everything that we do you know we do it to the glory of him that only can come through, I think, that acknowledgement of him, but then being in his word, like his his breathe, this God-breathed word, which, like you said, is alive and active and moving. Um, and it's profitable for, for you know, what is what is second? Let me try this. Second Timothy 3.16 say, all scripture is God-breathed and profitable for correction. Um, reproof. Reproof. Oh, well, I think I, yeah. maybe reproof and correction are the same, just different. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but all, yeah, all scripture is God-breathed and profitable for, boy, wow. I got, see, there we go. That's what happens when you don't read the Bible. You rem- you forget all your Bible memory verses. Anyways, Katie and I have been so convicted yet inspired mm-hmm. by the goodness of God's word. Yeah. And as his children that we get to live by it and you know, we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that, that proceeds, proceeds from, from the, the mouth, mouth of God. Mouth, mouth of God, yeah. <sighs> Elisha, we need to get Elisha to bed here. We're 22 minutes in, and he's <laughs> leaving us. This is the hardest thing I've done in my life. <gasps> okay, no, okay. So if you guys have known Elisha, you know he kind of can zone out like his body can be present and his spirit can be somewhere else okay and so the other day i'm in the bathroom and i just hear elisha scream and then scream again and then scream again and i hear him running and i come out of the bathroom thinking i do not know what like i thought he spilled his tea all over him but then when i heard him running i didn't know 
what was going on. Like maybe he got into a fight with like a banshee or something. But Lucy is just standing there grinning. And I guess he had just been sitting there. What were you, do you know what you were thinking about? No, I was zoning out in the living room and she'd come out. She had been gone to bed. We'd put her to bed and she came out of her room and walked to like four inches of my face. And apparently she was saying my name, couldn't get my attention. She got red with my face. Until I, and it took that long until I saw that she was there. And then Elisha just starts. And, uh, <laughs> I freaked out when, once I came to and saw that she was standing there. And the funny thing is, is the next day he was sitting in the same chair and I was sitting on the couch and I see Louie come up to him. This is in the middle of the afternoon. He's like, Dada. He's like, Dada. And Elisha just looks at Louie and freaks. <laughs> Like jumps out of his chair like he was electrocuted. <laughs> I've been zoning out more than uh, usual during this sick time. Yeah. Anyways. Oh boy. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Feel bad for my kiddos. They are probably pretty dang jumpy around here right now. <laughs> uh, I think they think like me. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that so yeah. Yeah. So. We're th- feeling better. Right. <laughs> I did just burp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm about to cough. I cannot cough on this podcast. It does not sound good. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, we're praising the Lord that we are Mm. on the mend. We are excited to be here in these yellow chairs, hanging out with you guys. And basically the two things that we've really taken away from this time are one, we aren't moving anywhere. (laughs) No, no. Two, um, we've really been blessed with the internet being off. And then I've installed this little app called Freedom on my iPhone, and that's been a big blessing. And because of our work schedule and stuff, we will probably be on online a couple of days a week. But mm-hmm. this is kind of our MO, I guess. And then we've just been in God's Word. And yeah. we've been so, so encouraged by that. And I pray that you guys will get a fresh outpouring of where we are at as believers here on the podcast as we yeah. continue. Yeah, I, I feel like if, first off, we're so grateful that you folks listen to this podcast, but I also just, it, I'm so motivated to saturate myself in God's word because I, I want there to be beneficial things and edifying things that proceed from my mouth. And they're the only way that's remotely possible is with God working through me and his word working in me. And so I'm really motivated to, to do that um, just as best as I can. I think it's so easy to get intimidated by God's word. I, I love listening to theologians and reading theologians, but oftentimes it almost leaves me paralyzed when I go to God's word myself. Cause I'm like, Oh my word. Like, those guys can recite Greek and Hebrew backwards, lying on their head. And how am I going to be able to get to the profound truth of God's word without their credentials? And, uh, and that's not the case at all. It's, it's crazy how God's word reaches us where we're at. And it does, it never, uh, his God, his word never returns void. And it's crazy. Like it is the so many of the profound messages of the word are so simple and they're so 
uh, graspable. And I was reminded of that when I went back to it and really spent time in it. I was like, this is so clear on what he's trying to communicate, what his, the plan of salvation that's unfolding through the scriptures from Genesis to Revelations is so abundantly clear in there. And we get to be the people to, to study it and to look into it and to learn from his word. And so, yeah, I definitely don't want to let my lack of professionalism in studying God's word keep me any longer from partaking in what it has for me. I think I could really relate to that, Elisha, and feeling like, okay, well, if this person is like this theologian is pulling out this and this and this and breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down. And I'm like, whoa, I would have never gotten that conclusion Mm -hmm. just reading it at face value. But I think that's the beautifulness, (laughs) the beauty of the gospel, as well as the beauty of God's word. And that is there's so much simplicity of it. A child can understand it. Mm. But then the more you seek and the deeper you go, it's like you never get to the bottom. And I think it's that way. Like you could keep learning new things and keep having new discoveries and understanding the depth of what Christ did for us um, become clearer and clearer and clearer. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that way with God's word where you can just see so many layers. And if you want to stutter, study the numerology of the scripture or the Greek or the Hebrew or the, you know, how all fits together, you could just cross reference and go as deep as you want Yeah. forever. That's right. Because that's just the depth of God. Like yeah. we can never understand him mm-hmm. completely. And yet it's so perfectly clear and simple as well. Yes. Yes. Being able to hear Leon recite something back or for him to be able to say the power of, of the gospel to us. It's so true. And he, and he understands it. Um, what was that? I don't know. Did you guys hear that pop? Something's going to blow up over there. (laughs) It sounded like a canning jar ceiling. Yeah. Oh yeah. That must've been what it was. Yeah. So I'm not too concerned. Cool. Um, well, we almost made it to 30 minutes, and I'm going to call that good because yeah. I'm about to pass out. Oh, no. I got to. <laughs> this oh, is, you guys. This is the big accomplishment for the week. It is. We are going to retreat back into our little shells and yeah. go to sleep. And we will see you guys next week with, Lord willing, a lot more energy. Yes. Um, Thank you all so much. Bye. Bye.